Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome, welcome to the revolution with Jim and Trav, where they're changing the way you look at the outdoors. The studio lines are now open at 785-846-7647. Well, today's topic of early season versus the rut for trophies is a highly debatable discussion, isn't it, Trav? Yeah, that made me yawn, Jim. (laughs) Yes, it is a very highly debatable discussion. Sometimes it becomes heated. And it does, doesn't it? It does. Yes, it does. Anyways, hey, the way on the subject will be Alan Treadwell from Winchester's Whitetail Revolution and Bass Pro Shops 100% Real Honey. Yeah! How about a little yeah. why soon with a hunter's life? Oh. Whitetail Freaks, Don Kiske, Nick Rhodes with Wildlife Properties, Benny Spies with Gun It with Benny Spies, and the Fowler's Life, Chad Building. He's freaky, Jim. He's a freak. <laughs> He's a super freak. Rick James had it right. He did. Super Freak does an awesome He song. dresses like Superfly. Anywho, who's Superfly, Jim? Do you know? Yes, huh? I do. Who is it? Uh, Spit it Shaft. <laughs> Shaft. Anyway, Shaft is the man. Much like Larry Wasson. Anywho, you know, we want to say a special thanks to Ram. Yeah! Ram trucks! <laughs> They're not just trucks. They're Ram trucks. And RamTrucks.com for supporting us and paying the bills. Helping us out with dental things. <laughs> Anywho, you know, so our first caller, they call this, I don't know. Put new soles on our Sorrells. They help us out big time. So uh, uh, our first caller called us at 785-846-7647. His name is Alan Treadwell. Once again, no relationship, Jim. To Timothy. Yeah. <laughs> we go through this every time He's we talk to him. <laughs> yeah, he has all of his limbs that we are um, aware of. Yeah, Anywho, he's the co-host of several shows. One of them is a Bass Pro Shops. What? Oh, wait. <laughs> Why do you do this to me? <laughs> okay. And I miss my cue every time. <laughs> no. no, you don't even have to say anything. Well, I missed it. <laughs> I don't want you to talk for like okay. 20 seconds, okay? All right. He is actually, you totally messed me up. Co-host of several shows. One of them is Bass Pro's... Uh, Wait, well, what is the name of that show? I can't remember now. I have 16 seconds left before I can talk. Yes. What is the name of that show? 100%, 100% Real Hunting. Okay, I was reading this, and this is not the show you're the host of, and it <laughs> says you're the host of it. Also, Winchester's um, World of Whitetails. Actually, it's Winchester's Whitetail Revolution. God bless America. <laughs> but you know, one thing I do know, okay, Alan is he is a former All-American NSCA champ, former um, Arkansas State champion sporting clays, former Missouri State champion sporting clays, and also the 2002 National Collegiate champion overall. I got that right. I can't even say the name of his shows, and I watch them. They're on Versus. Yeah, he probably is sponsors Carhartt's. <laughs> Alan, welcome to the revolution. This will be the last time you come oh, on, and I know that. Pleasure to be back, boys. Pleasure as always. <laughs> well, now you're over uh, in Joaquini, Kansas. This is early season. You're hunting with Jeff's Guide Service, and you've got some secret patch uh, that you're going to go to tonight. Well, I tell you, we've uh, you know, it's just second day of season coming up here that we're that we're in, and 
of course, we could have the weather that we had last week now. We'd, we'd be in the ball game, but of course, it never works out that way. You know, of course, it's got to turn off hot and windy and, and all this other stuff. And, and yeah. boys, we've got a north wind tonight, and tonight could be the night. You know, um, I think there's a lot of factors you got to think about when you're hunting this early season. You know, for one of them is you got to dress for success here. You know, a lot of guys step out there. I like a three-piece suit You myself. do, and you look very nice in that, Jim. Tailored, always. <laughs> um, people get out there a lot. They make the mistake of thinking it's going to be, you know, 20 degrees outside. They go out there in their heavy winter clothes. You really have to dress for the proper conditions, don't you? Oh, it, it's absolutely. You know, I mean, last night was a perfect example. When we left the little cabin here, it was 85 degrees. Oh, and, and you're you're in just thinnest stuff that you can possibly get. And then that sun ducks behind the horizon, and the temperature drops about twenty five degrees in a yep. matter of ten minutes. And uh, you know you you got to have a coat in your in your backpack. I'm telling you. Yeah, and another thing that makes this tough too is this time of year. Jim and I were talking earlier during this last ad break. Um, when you harvest that animal, you need to field dress it immediately. You can't let it go a couple it's, of hours. It's instant. I mean, that's I always carry my outdoor edge knives with me, and as soon yeah. as that dude hits the ground, and we snap a couple of photos. Uh, you know, I mean, that's the reason we all hunt. Let's be honest. You know, we all we all like to feed our families with it, yep. and uh, and that meat care is very important. Heck yeah. yeah, yeah. Now we are talking about early season uh, whitetail hunting. Yeah, we are. And of course, you know, as you said, you're in the second day of the Kansas season, and uh, that's a little bit different because they're still in their summer patterns, and they're not, uh, you know, kind of getting up with the uh, the does yet. And uh, so, what is your tactic that you use? Well, that's the beautiful part about coming to Kansas this early muzzleloader season because you got a gun that you can stretch out there 200 yards and get on these deer before they've they've been molested at all. You know, I mean they're they're literally in their summer patterns. They're they're just they're doing what they've done all summer long. And and a, a big deer is as most patternable as he's going to be all season long right now. Yeah, uh, you know they're still out in the food sources. They're still hitting the Milo. A lot of times these big bucks will get in the Milo field. Uh, in Kansas and live there 24 hours a day if they got any water at all because they got food and cover uh, everything they need if they got any kind of water at all and and that's where they're at you know so it's just a, basically a, a sitting back and glassing type game and and hoping that you got enough rolling hills to make a stock in there and get it but it's it's the best time of year to see big bucks as far as I'm concerned yeah now obviously um Kansas is a huge agricultural state and pretty much anywhere here in the Midwest is and um also with our growing need for energy independence more ground is being put into corn. Now, um, the reason I say this is that them big old bucks, until that corn gets picked, you ain't never going to find them when they step foot in there. It's like being in a jungle. Yeah, and it's really that's tough a, right that's now. A, that, that's, a, that's a problem that I face every year. I, I love yep. going to eastern Colorado. Uh, eastern Colorado is one of those cool places where when you have a tag uh, in your pocket, you know it can be for whitetail or mule deer. But if you get out there and, and, and hunt that early October season, and the corn is still standing, uh, there's no reason for the deer to come outside of the corn. You know, so it can produce its challenges, absolutely. You know, where the rut, it don't matter. The deer are going to come out. But yeah. still yet, the deer are patternable. So you got to kind of weigh the options. You know, do I want to know where they're at or do I want to take my chances on, on finding one chasing a doe? Yeah. yeah. Now, you had mentioned that you're going to be uh, hunting a particular buck uh, where you're at right now. Now, are you are you set up or going to be set up on a uh, 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 a bottoms, a tree line? Are you going to be in a blind, out, out of a blind, natural? or Spot uh, stock. What are you doing? Yeah, yeah what are you doing? People think of Kansas, they think of flat old crop ground and, and, yeah. and no hills at all. And, buddy, I'm here to tell you, there, there are some canyons and drop-offs out there when you get to 
walking around. And that's kind of where we're going to be this evening is just right on the edge of a drop-off that drops off down into a creek bed. And then there's a big, deep creek bed, and then kind of up the other hill, about 75 yards from where we're setting the Milo field starts. And it's cut right down in the corner, and there's a little funnel draw where they're coming down to get water. And we set up last night from a mile and a half away and watched every deer in the Milo field stand up and come straight down to this water. But obviously last night we had a west wind, couldn't get in there. So, you know, that's one thing you have to put on your side is, is just – you know, play your conditions and play your wind because these deer are still in the summer patterns. They don't know they're being hunted yet. Uh, if you get in there and get too aggressive early on, you'll blow them out and you won't see them again until they do start chasing the doe. So, you know, that that's the main key, I think, coming especially like to Kansas or wherever has an early season like that, is to start on your edges, start on your edges, and learn as you go, and then just start tightening that noose down as the as the opportunities present themselves. I love that. I wish that was in a book. Yeah. I would read that every <laughs> single night. Now, Alan, if we want to find out more about you and obviously the shows that I totally screwed up, <laughs> um, where can we find you online, man? Well, I, listen, I, I'm doing something I'm really excited about uh, this year. Every Wednesday morning, going live on uh, Versus.com, really? I'm writing a Whitetail Rut Report. It's about where I'm at in the country uh, hunting deer. It's about who I've been talking to, my buddies in other parts of the country, and what they're seeing, what the deer are doing. Uh, you can go check that out. There's a new article every every Wednesday morning. Check me out on Facebook. Uh, obviously, Stars of Orion, and then BassPro.com, and just. And of course, you're going to mention the about more, uh, the more people that the more people that send me pictures of what they killed, the the more fired up I get. <laughs> yeah. Now you are going to mention that you're going to be on the Revolution with Jim and Trav, aren't you? You've got to. You got to, boy. I, Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> I, well, you know, I, I can't remember. Have I been on this show before or not? <laughs> That's so cold. That's so cold. Hey, we've been talking with Alan Treadwell, and of course, he's on 100% Real Hunting and also Winchester's Whitetail Revolution scene on the Versus Network. I swear to God, that is what I said. <laughs> <laughs> but you, once again, you got to check him out on Versus's website every single Wednesday. And uh, this is The Revolution. is brought to you by Ram Trucks. You can find them at ramtrucks.com plus Zeiss, and you can find them at Zeiss.com forward slash sports and Ruger. That's Ruger.com. But coming up right after the break, we're actually going to have Larry Wisehoon. He's a great guy. What do you think about Larry, Alan? So Larry and I were teammates for several years on the Bass Pro Red Air Pro Hunting Team. Uh, learned a lot from that man, and I'm, I'm going to tune in just to listen to what he has to say. All right, well, stay tuned, man, because he's coming up right after this. Call Jim and Trav at 785-846-7647 and give them some love. Oh, yeah. And they'll give it right back. It's the revolution. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. There are some things in life that defy explanation. Sleeping out. Under a few billion stars on a clear western night, for example. Or the thrill of being in the saddle and running with the herd. Words can't do justice to the scope of those experiences. Such is the case at Ram, where the new 1500 is so loaded with performance and personality that any attempt to describe it falls short. You simply have to climb aboard and take it for a run to fully appreciate what it means to ride on top. Guts, glory, Ram. The newest 390 horsepower Ram 1500 with an available 5.7 liter Hemi V8 that gets up to 20 MPG, plus a five year 100,000 mile powertrain limited warranty. 
MPG based on highway EPA estimates. See a dealer for a copy of the powertrain limited warranty. Ram and Hemi are registered trademarks of Chrysler Group, LLC. Otis Technology, the most advanced gun care system in the world. Visit OtisTech.com. That's O-T-I-S-T-E-C.com today. The new Ruger LC9 Centerfire Pistol, a compact, powerful 9mm pistol designed for discreet carry, is also a full-power, no-compromise backup pistol, incorporating the rugged reliability Ruger is known for. Visit Ruger.com slash LC9 to learn more. You're on the revolution with Jim and Trav. The phone lines are open at 785-846-7647. That's right. Don't forget to check us out online at OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. And once again, we're talking about early season versus the rut today on the revolution. And archery season and muzzleloader has primarily opened up all over the country right now. And just now joining us to talk about this is, in my opinion, and side note here is um, shared by, I'd say, at least seven-eighths <laughs> of um, North America, is... By far, the most prolific B.A. Baracus whitetail hunter of all time, Mr. Larry Weiss. you say poacher or whitetail hunter? I said both. No, <laughs> prolific, Jim, is Larry Weiss, who he's got some of the Mr. Whitetail. fantastic facial hair I've ever seen in my <laughs> life. He is my god, my idol. I love this man. Larry Wysoon, welcome to the revolution, buddy. Oh my gosh, Trav and Jim, thank you so much for allowing me to be with you. What an introduction, my gracious. <laughs> that yep. was pretty good, wasn't it? <laughs> we, you, we, 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 yeah. <laughs> Well, we had mentioned in the opener that uh, whitetail season is now open all over the country yes, with uh, archery and black powder. And there's some question about whether or not the early season is better or is the rut better versus the rut. What do you say, Larry? i tell you what, I love them both. But it comes down to this. The early season, such as we're into right now, if you have good trail camera pictures, if you have done your homework, and if you particularly did a bunch of scouting right after the season was closed last year, you probably got a really good idea as to where an individual deer that you're looking for lives. He's pretty much going to be in that area for a while during these these periods of time right now before we start the rut. Once that rut starts, he could be almost anywhere. We've researched different white-tailed deer that over the years that we've looked at, and some of them have traveled as much as 20, 30 miles when the rut starts going in a different direction. Some of them leave, come back. Some of them stay very close. But for the most part, the habits totally change once that rut gets in the way. So if you're looking for a particular deer that you have knowledge of, this preseason, as far as I'm concerned, or the early season, rather, that's the time to get after that deer and hunt him really hard. You know, it seems like so many people, Larry, put emphasis on the rut or when um, winter kicks in and they say you can patter them so much better. I really think you got a great point there that people are truly missing the boat here to at, at an opportunity to get out there and bag a tremendous buck. You're right. Right now is the time to do it. And to me, that's one of the great things about archery season. It's one of the reasons that I kind of kick myself for not spending more time with a bow than what I have. Because right now is that time. Here in about yeah. another two weeks or so as the rut starts kicking in, testosterone levels greatly increase within these bucks. You know, that's the time where they're going to start roaming. This time they're going to be chasing a doe. They may be locked up with a doe for two or three days at a time, or at least two days at a time, and yeah. they immediately pick up something else. And that buck that you've been dreaming about that you've got good trail camera pictures or that your neighbor's been telling you about or or that, you know, some other hunter has seen maybe in your camp that has seen, 
there's no telling where he'll be. I mean, he could be there, but the chances are he's not going to be there, and his pattern somewhat will change yep. beyond just the where he's going to be as well. Exactly. You, you know, uh, Trav and I have been down, as probably you have, on the King Ranch there in Texas, and uh, we were down in the in the summer months, and we, we saw a nice buck to harvest, and we were kind of tracking him, you know, and get, getting reports back and so forth. When we went there to hunt in uh, in November – Holy cow, he wasn't even around. All that preparation and time we yeah, put in that we put went into it. out the window, Larry. It was it, useless. It is out the window. I'll, to explain, one time I was down in South Texas in that part of the country and on a relatively large ranch, and I picked this buck up at the fence line on the south end one morning. He, yeah. I saw him walking from the neighbors. He came across the pasture and barbed wire fence, and he was a nice deer. I mean, he was a good mature deer. I followed this deer just to see what he would do. And yeah. that particular ranch was almost eight miles long. I oh. followed this buck almost in a straight line as he headed north. And he would stop and he'd make a scrape. He'd visit a scrape maybe that another buck had made. But he continued all the way up to the to the fence line that was about eight miles north from where I picked him up. And the last I saw him, he was heading north still. So if that were a buck that you were hunting for that you had known something about, you better have taken him during the early part of the hunt. Exactly. Waiting for the rut to come in. Now, when the rut gets here, I mean, it's great fun because you see a lot of deer activity and oh, yeah. here and there and all that kind of thing. But I also will tell you that if you're into horn rattling, that best time is before that rut really gets kicked in real strong. I mean, those last, I'll maybe say the last seven days right before the rut kicks in, that's when those bucks are really active, really looking, and that's when they're coming to horns a whole lot better than once that rut gets started because then they're more preoccupied with those than they are uh, trying to establish any kind of dominance or anything. Yeah. Now, um, obviously, a couple minutes ago, you had mentioned that um, you wish you would have spent more time with a bow, but everybody knows that you are quite the pistolero yeah. shooter. And well, um, now exactly what, what kind of pistol do you shoot there, Larry? No, for years I shot TC guns, but I'll tell you my favorite all-time pistol that I've ever had, and I'm back to shooting now, thank you, good Lord, <laughs> is the Ruger Super Black oh, in 44 Mag. That is oh, sweet. I love that gun. I'll tell you what, it's, it's helped me account for some extremely good animals over the years. It's limited in terms of range. I mean, it's, it's a 125-yard gun with the optic that I have on it. The optic I have on it, like all my other guns, is a Zeiss, but Zeiss oh. made a very few... People don't really even know about them, but pistol scopes. I'm not sure that they'll continue making them, but I got involved with them several years ago, and we put together a pistol scope. And I've got a couple of those prototypes on those guns that I carry that one, and primarily the also shoot a 454 Ruger Super Red Hawk. That is a <laughs> fabulous gun. That'll smoke them. Both those guns have got Ruger. I mean, both of them, of course, are Ruger, but also both of them are taught with Zeiss scopes and, you know, good optics. I don't care whether you're hunting the early season or whether you're yep. hunting the rut early. I mean, using the best optics you can, that makes so much difference. It doesn't really make a whole lot of difference whether you're hunting in an area where you can only see 30 yards or where you can see 3,000 yards. Mm -hmm. To me, optics are so important in terms of binoculars because it, it helps you pick out if you're hunting tight cover, maybe the slightest little movement of an antler or a twitch of a tail or a twitch of an ear or just a, almost a blink of an eye. And... Had you not used those binoculars to be continually looking, you know, you might have missed that. Yep. So to me, optics are almost important as far as I'm concerned when it comes to hunting whitetail deer as guns and ammo I shoot. I just got to be real and up front of don't laugh, Jim. He knows what I'm about to say. <laughs> I got to be real about something. What's that? If you don't watch A Hunter's Life, 
with Larry Weissel. You're a communist. If you don't read his blogs, if you don't love and adore this man as much as Jim and I do, don't listen to this show anymore. That is an order. Radios are going off all over the country. <laughs> Anywho, I said all that to say, Larry, if we want to find out more about you online, buddy, where do we have to go? Thank you. It's dot <laughs> com, and it's a fabulous website for a lot of other reasons as well, but I really appreciate folks going there. I really enjoy this with you guys. I hope we can do this again sometime. You bet. Hey, we've been talking with Larry Smart Dog. Isn't that what your name means? <laughs> He's a wise old hoon. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, this is the revolution. Coming up next, we got Don at Kiski. But uh, Jim, uh, He's who's, a freak. His, who's this brought to you by? Hey, brought to you by Cabela's at Cabela's.com, the world's most fo- the, the world's most the world's foremost outfitter. Also, Ram Trucks at RamTrucks.com. And who else, Jim? Versus.com. <laughs> versus at Versus.com plus NRA blog. That's NRA blog.com. But I think Don's online. Big D. DK, what's up, buddy? Hello. Hey, you're not uh, Don. <laughs> How's it going, Candy? How can you tell? <laughs> hey, I'm doing good. What about you? Man, we weren't doing too good, but now that you've talked to us, you have turned this wretched day around. Man, <laughs> fantastical. <laughs> Thank you so much, Miss Candy Kiske. Well, you want me to hand you off to Don? Well, no, we'd rather talk to you, actually. We'll talk to anybody. <laughs> we don't care. Well, here, hold, let me give you to Don. Yeah, put him online, but we got to get to an ad break, so we'll talk to him right after this. Public health care, male enhancement, and snuggies. All things that don't affect the revolution. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. If you're an avid outdoorsman searching for a dream retreat or an investor looking to create wealth through land ownership, Wildlife Properties can be your guide to finding Kansas land. Wildlife Properties offers real estate and management services for outdoorsmen and investors alike. Located in north central Kansas, this area is one of the few places on earth where you can experience a unique combination of world-class hunting and fishing. Fertile crop fields provide enticing income, while breathtaking views and endless sunsets calm your soul. Let Wildlife Properties be your guide to land ownership. Visit us online at MyWildlifeProperties.com. That's MyWildlifeProperty.com. Hey, if you make great barbecue or love to eat great barbecue, then you've got to head out to Adwood, Kansas, September 23rd and 24th, when over 40 teams compete in the 7th Annual Smoking on the Beaver Cook-Off. Come on out and be one of the contestants and see if your barbecue will make you the grand champion. There'll be an antique tractor show, a chainsaw sculptor, and in the evening, a band called Vehicle will play. For a good competition, barbecue, and a whole lot of fun, head out to 7th Annual Smoking on the Beaver Barbecue Cook-Off, September 23rd and 24th. For more information, call Gary at 785-626-33. Hunter's life has many stages. The further along you go, the more you want to share it with others because we still marvel at it. How many times does it happen as it's planned? Almost never. Never. And it's the people that can think on their feet and react to the circumstances in front of them that are the most successful. Take those big deer. Exactly right. Make versus country your country. Don't miss the best hunters and biggest bucks. Fridays at 8 Eastern, only on Versus. You're listening to the Revolution with Jim and Trav. The phone lines are open at 785-846-7647. And I tell you, I like early season deer hunting. You do, and what was I telling you earlier? Don't say that. You're a freak! <laughs> Jim is freak nasty. I am. Oh, boy, is freaky. Baby. Freak daddy. Well, you know who else is freaky? Oh. Don Kiske. Don Kiske with Whitetail Freaks. He's just phoned us at, uh, what was that number again? 785-846-7647. That's right. Don called us. 
it was by mistake, but now we're going to keep him on the line. Now, Don is known all throughout the hunting industry for his outstanding management practices. Also, the tremendous um, animals Bucks that, he harvests. that they harvest. Holy cow. Mr. Don, man, welcome to the revolution. Thank you very much. I think you guys are right. I think you are freaks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, can we be honorary whitetail freaks? No. no absolutely. <laughs> really? I, I, I could have swore we were going to get shot down on that one. <laughs> we usually um, do. <laughs> obviously, Don, archery season and muzzleloader has opened up all over the country. And in your own belief, and to the best of your knowledge, when do you think is the most beneficial time to be out there hunting? Um, early season or during the rut? What say you, man? Well, personally, I've always preferred early season just because really? it's a little patternable. <clears throat> yeah. If you get in towards the rut, they're unpredictable. You don't know what they're doing. You know, it's all depending on a hot doe cycling, and you just never know where they're at. Early season's all about food. If you can find the food, and if you scout them hard enough, you can get on a good buck early. So that's definitely my favorite. Yeah. Now, right now, uh, they're harvesting corn really all over the country. You guys are up there in Iowa. We are here in Kansas. In the Midwest. And But the thing is, the deer use that corn as such great cover. It's their forest because we don't have any trees here in Kansas. Right. Uh, and so it's very difficult. And uh, how do you pattern Makes it tough. them then? I get my corn out as quick as possible. <laughs> <laughs> and the pattern is I can see with my binoculars. A darn good answer. <laughs> yeah, you know, there's a lot of truth to that. When that corn in, it, it is tough. The toughest thing I find about early season hunting here is the acorn crop. Really? I don't know how many acorns you guys have. But we don't have trees, so. <laughs> yeah, the acorns are just, you have to wear a hard hat out in the woods right now. They're falling so hard. <laughs> but, uh, you know, after a while, they'll finally start to get tired of eating acorns and start moving into some other food sources, but... In the mornings, if a guy can slip in, catch them coming out of the cornfields or coming out of the open fields in the morning at first light, they will slip up through the timber and be eating on acorns till like nine, ten o'clock. So, oh wow! Now, um, when do you guys really start your scouting? Do you basically right when the season ends? Do you get out there and really start patterning these deer, kind of follow them year round? How do you guys go about this? Well, yeah, the first thing we do, the second season's over, we get our cameras back out, we got cuttybacks out all over the place to yeah. see who made it through the season, who didn't, and we move in from there to shed time. We scour every square inch of our property and uh, try to pick up as many sheds as possible. Obviously, mm-hmm. it's a great way to see who made it. Yeah. To see what kind of a jump they made, too, from one year to the next. You you got a great idea how much how much that buck scores. Yeah. You get an idea exact age of that deer, so the next year, when season rolls around, you're not guessing, well, is that a three-year-old or a four-year-old? We've already been following that deer, so we already know that he's a four or five year old deer. Yeah. Now, when you're out there and, and say you go out this afternoon, uh, do you use a natural uh, a blind situation? Is it a spot and stalk? What do you do? Well, if I do uh, hunting right now, I'm doing like two to three nights just looking through my spotting scope and glassing these fields and trying to catch them come out of last light to the food source, mm-hmm. whether it be clover, buck forge oats, uh, fall, winter, spring, whatever it is. I try to get an eyeball on first before I move in and set up on that deer. Now, hey, real quick, before we get into uh, farther into this interview, Don, if we want to find you guys online, uh, where do we have to go? Uh, whitetailfreaks.com, or yeah. you can follow us on Twitter or Facebook, I guess, too. Yeah, now you're also on the Outdoor Channel uh, Monday nights at 6.30 p.m., Tuesday at 5.30, and Friday at 5 o'clock. That, that's a sandwich action, man. They got Jim Shockey and the Bone Collector. Wow. Yeah. That, that fills up your tummy. 
with good information. But the thing is, you could tell where the real meat is. <laughs> oh, Ooh. Oh, challenge right there. But, you know, so many people are getting freaky, and I really, well, that sounded bad now that we're talking about Was sandwich and freaky. <laughs> um, um, you really need to be careful. You, you, you brought something good out there. You go out there, and you're doing a lot of scouting. Everybody is so anxious to get into the woods that they really kind of um, screw things up for themselves, don't they? Yeah, that's exactly right. You know, you, you, a lot of these bucks that you're targeting, maybe a four- or five-year-old deer. Smart. I mean, he's been around a long time. He already knows all the tricks. We feel like you have one good opportunity to move in and hunt that deer. That's why we like to scout two or three nights first before we move in on that buck. And, you know, you, you may not see that deer that night, but even that first time in, after you leave, he's smelling your scent trail. He's smelling all where you've been underneath the tree. And sometimes that's all it takes for a mature buck. Yeah. Well, you know, as we know, it, whether it be early season or during the rut, I mean, wind plays a big part in this whole thing. Now, what the heck do you do to uh, kind of eliminate a lot of your scent? Yeah, we we try everything we can. We're with uh, Wildlife Research. We use a lot of their products. Oh, yeah. We wear scent lock as religiously as we can from head to toe. and. You know, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that we have a 100% success every time, but <laughs> we do beat them occasionally. And as we can beat their nose occasionally, we feel like it's, it's worth wearing it. Yeah. Now, one thing we want to point out, too, is obviously you guys do a lot of archery hunting. And um, you always got to be safe when you're out there in the stands. So really, whether, you know, we don't want to, you, you guys are sponsored by Hunter Safety System. Um, we, right. we just want to stress the fact that everybody needs to wear some sort of harness whether it is a hunter safety system, it doesn't really matter. We just need to be careful when we're out there. Isn't that right, Don? There's no doubt about it. There's no deer in the woods where it's falling out of the tree. Exactly. I've been to all these shows across the country, and it's just unbelievable how many guys are paralyzed and yep. or have died from falling out of a tree. And we've actually asked that question to the people, and there's like six out of ten people will not wear a safety harness. They're not obtrusive at all. You put it on, you honestly, you don't even know you have it. And um, I can't afford to have that mistake. I've got young kids, as you have kids as well. I mean, I mean, it's foolish not to wear one. I wear mine in a ground blind because it makes my butt look smaller, you know? Well, I hate to break it to you, but it really doesn't. <laughs> um, if we want to find out more... I'm sorry, Jim. If we want to find out more about you, you guys Don Kiske, one more hero. time, uh, where do we have to head to online? Uh, just uh, whitetailfreaks.com. He knows that we've been on his website. We just can't say it because it's an implied endorsement. Yeah, People get upset. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> I love that. Hey, we've been talking with Don Kiske, and he's been talking about early season hunting for big trophies. That's right. you got to check him out on Whitetail Freaks. Once again, that is uh, Monday night at 6.30 p.m. Outdoor Channel. Yeah, Outdoor Channel. Also check him out on uh, Tuesday night at 5.30 p.m. and uh, Friday at 5 p.m. Awesome show. Once again, Whitetail Freaks. But uh, this is The Revolution. It's brought to you by Ram Trucks. You can find them at ramtrucks.com and Cabela's, the world's foremost outfitter. That's Cabela's.com. Mr. Don, man, thank you so much for being on The Revolution. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Don is a real meat. He is. I forgot to mention, coming up next is Nick Rhodes with Wildlife Properties. Mr. D, awesome having you on. Thank you, boys. Ah, the outdoors. So peaceful, elegant, and sophisticated. Well, that's unless you don't care for doing your business in the woods. <laughs> this is The Revolution. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. Make your next meal in the outdoors your most memorable with Camp Chef at CampChef.com. It's the way to cook outdoors.
Cabela's is the world's foremost outfitter for hunting, fishing, and outdoor gear. You can outfit all your needs through Cabela's catalogs, online, and their mini stores with the best selection, prices, and quality, all backed by a legendary guarantee. Cabela's, celebrating 50 years as the world's foremost outfitter. Hey, this is Jimmy Houston here to tell you about the incredible fishing in Kansas. With so many lakes, reservoirs, ponds, streams, creeks, you'll find everything. Largemouth bass, crappie, walleye, and my favorite cousin, the old Wiley catfish. Learn more about the great fishing in Kansas at www.travelks.com. You're listening to the Revolution with Jim and Travel. The phone lines are open at 785-846-7647. I love hunting early, but it late, it's a lot of fun. Okay. Um, <laughs> you know, our first guest today on the Revolution was Alan Treadwell. Then we moved on to Larry Wisehoon. We landed with old um, Don Kiske with Whitetail Freaks. Now we got Nick Rose Wildlife Properties, and he's going to sit here and tell us right now that those ninnies, they're shysters. They know nothing. All those other people that don't know anything about whitetail deer hunting. They know nothing. Nothing at all. Sergeant (laughs) Schultz, say that again. (laughs) Anywho, he's going to tell us that uh, the run is better than early season. Nick, man, uh, from Wildlife Properties, welcome to the revolution. Yeah, those guys are crazy, man. I can't believe you waste your time having them on your show. That's just nonsense. (laughs) Now, real real fast, man, uh, if we want to find you online, uh, could you please repeat it for us, too? Uh, where Where can we find you? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you bet, man. You bet. You can find us online at www.mywildlifeproperty.com. That's my wildlife property. And you can also get us on Facebook forward slash my wildlife property. So I not only repeated it, I repeated it. Repeated <laughs> it. All right. Now well, that's not easy to do, too. You know, we were, we have been talking all show long about the uh, the value of the early season with a black powder or a bow yeah. versus the rut. And, you know, Trav and I and you have hunted both, but uh, what do you prefer? You know, honestly, and I'm speaking completely from the stance of my deer hunting has been somewhat limited to Kansas. Okay. Uh, and more specifically where I'm located now in north central Kansas. That being said, yeah. I prefer the rut. And I'm not going to say it's because of uh, of necessarily patterns or movements, although I do feel like where we are, a lot of times the deer are still not necessarily in their bachelor groups, but coming out of their bachelor groups. And, and, and so they're not, they're a lot more aware uh, uh, the bucks are at this time of year than they are during the rut. You know, during the rut, they're following docent. They're crazy. Oh, yeah. They do things that they wouldn't normally do uh, from a typical pattern standpoint. So I think you're, your chances go up exponentially. But that all aside, the, the physics of it or the chemical sides of it aside, my vote is for the rut and purely from a habitat standpoint. Yeah. Because at this time of the year in this part of the country, there are still so many crops out in the field. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the trees still have a ton of leaves on them. The, the grasses are still high and, and green and the weeds are high and thick. And so it does make your ability to find those deer or the chances of getting them to funnel into your location, it does make that a little bit more difficult. And now I'm not saying I, I take that low-hanging fruit, which I usually do, but uh, <laughs> I, I like the aspect of being able to to see where the deer are at. I like to have the ability of this time of year to be out there patterning their movements with trail cameras. Um, but like I said, it, to me, it's a lot more difficult to engage a, a buck because there's so much cover out there. You know, yeah. it's just, your, your chances of even seeing them are, are just so so much smaller right now. Yeah, you know, I think it's very subjective to where you live. But the That's only right. the only problem that I have found with the rut, 
let, let's say if you're you're going after one specific buck, okay, and you've been patterning him ever since the season ended um uh, last year, okay. When it comes time for rut, there is no guarantee that that buck is even going to be remotely close. He could be a hundred miles to where, where he was. At. You know, they sure. they travel, let's say, twenty thirty miles during the rut. A lot of times, if they don't get harvested, they're going to come back to the area. Now, uh, like you're saying, there's going to be a lot more movement. Obviously, you're going to see a, a lot more bucks at different times of the day. Yeah, but if you're king in on one specific buck, that might be one of your only downfalls right there. That's true, you know, and I and I certainly agree wholeheartedly with that. Um, from that very same side, though, you know, wildlife properties, we do a lot of uh, of habitat management. Yeah, you guys and consulting do. for people, and, and, and we you know, sell a lot of properties in that neighborhood. I, I talk to landowners all the time, and they want to talk about how to increase deer population. A lot of the things that we do are set up to uh, invite year-round uh, uh, residents for, yeah. for deer there, you know. And so, you know, I'm doing a lot of things, and, and guys say, well, I see a lot of does out here, I see a lot of does out here. That's great. That's yeah. a good thing because during the rut, that means that you're going to have those bucks. And, yep. and like you said, I agree. You know, you may not know what those bucks are going to be or who they're going to be, but that is the beauty of hunting is that you just never know what you're going to get. But if you have the, the does there and if you have the good habitat, then you're going to get those bucks to come in that area. And if you've got a higher population of does, then the, the likelihood of getting a big monster buck in there, it, again, should should go up. But, you know, for my money, you just can't beat a Kansas deer hunt oh, during the rut. No. Or a good bark allows you to sit in. That is true. <laughs> but, you know, um, remember back in the day, guys, when we were single and we were cool? Um, <laughs> you, you know, no, I don't. I no, I, 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 I don't. Really, I don't. <laughs> but remember, okay. Remember you used to go to the bar and when it was all guys, it's like a huge He-Man fest. That's right. not cool. And so, Nick, no. you brought up a very good point. If there are ladies and if you do that habitat management work, year round you are gonna pretty much secure a tag because like you're saying you know you, that buck you've been targeting he might take off but how many more bucks are you gonna get in here by doing this management practices like you're saying i mean i mean really more people need to get on board uh if they want to be successful amen you know what and i'll say one more thing um Go hunt right now. You know, don't listen to what I'm saying. Get out there and hunt. And it's certainly for you real deer freaks out there, this is a great time of year to be out. And, and it's just, you know, it's that first time when you really get out to get out there and, and hunt. But if you want to hunt, come to north central Kansas or, or really any part of Kansas for that matter and get in on the rut. Uh, we also got, you know, fantastic pheasant hunting, turkey hunting, quail hunting. Excellent fishing. So in, yeah. in general, come to Kansas and you're going to get it all. You bet. Hey, we've been talking with Nick Rhodes with My Wildlife Properties. And if you'd like to find out more information about old Nick that, and what he does. Exactly. And some of his outstanding um, recreational properties and hunting lodges, whatever, Nick, where can we find you online, buddy? You can find us at www.mywildlifeproperty.com. And I also wanted to say, we've got a magazine I'm putting together for North Central Kansas. So Ooh. if you're interested in real estate or if you're just interested in getting to know a little bit more about this area, go to that website, mywildlifeproperty.com, and sign up for this magazine. And we'll send you a complimentary subscription. You can also get it, uh, get access to it through Facebook. But you got to like us on Facebook, and you got to send me your address so I can know where to ship the magazine to. You know what it, I like about It's un-American not to like Nick Rose. No, but I don't like <laughs> him in person, but I like him online. <laughs> you don't have to like me in person, but if you'll like my Facebook page, we can be friends. <laughs> All right. Well, this is The Revolution, and it's brought to you by uh, Ram Trucks, RamTrucks.com, also Zeiss. Look them up at Zeiss.com forward slash sports. How about Cabela's? World's foremost outfitter. Plus Versus. Versus.com and Wildlife Properties.
That's mywildlifeproperty.com. Hey, man, thanks so much, Nick. Oh, by the way, oh. so, what were you going to say? No, I was, I was, I was going to say that you had something else to say to me. <laughs> yeah, Benny Spies is coming up next. <laughs> Not that anyone cares, but stay tuned if you want. <laughs> you didn't hear that, did you, Benny? That's what makes it fun, right? That's right, Benny. But hey, man, we appreciate you calling in and... uh uh, stay online because we got to get to a break, dude. Hey, guys, anytime. Trust me. I'll, anytime you guys want to get me going, even at 4 a.m. if you want to do it, we can do it then, too. <laughs> no, that's when you call me, remember? <laughs> <laughs> I still want to know what you're doing there at 4 a.m. <laughs> Answering your phone call. <laughs> <laughs> I know he's calling. I know he's calling. Oh, he is calling. <laughs> All right. Hey, appreciate it, buddy. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Talk to you soon. Listening to the Revolution with Jim and Trav. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Beware the man with one gun, for he probably knows how to use it. Never has this been more true than with the Ruger Gunsight Scout Rifle. The one rifle to have, if you could have only one. It's the perfect, lightweight, hard-hitting, do-it-all bolt-action rifle. Affordable, versatile, and reliable. Delivers 10 rounds of 308 Winchester performance. It's compact, lightweight, and accommodates a host of optics. Visit Ruger.com slash Scout Rifle or your local firearms retailer to learn more. The Ruger Gunsight Scout Rifle. It's mine, and it's American. Listen to the revolution with Jim and Trav. The phone lines are open at 785-846-7647. Hey, check us out online as well at OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. But you know, are we now, on Facebook too? Uh, so I think you are. Oh, okay. I'm total. I'm, I'm total anti-Facebook, anti-any social networking. Anyways, I want to be You're off, anti-social. I want to be off the grid. Is what I want to be. <laughs> you should just live in a hole. <laughs> I should. Well, that right there is obviously Benny Spies, our best friend. Want to hear more BS from the BS right here on the Revolution? <laughs> Benny Spies, welcome to the Revolution, buddy. Hello, boys. How are we doing today? Good. It has been a while, my friend. Yeah, it's been it's SHOT Show, I think. Yeah. Too long. Too long. Too not, a, not a while, but too long. Let, let's sit here for a second and count the numerous things Benny has achieved <laughs> in the past um, nine months. Call me I learned 10. how to run a shop back because I got water in my basement. <laughs> Wait, also, you now write for um, Outdoor Life. Contributing little writer. Yes, I am. I yes. have a column in the snapshots uh, section there. Fun, yes. Fun. You can also buy a Mitch hat on Benny's website, which is BennySpice.com. I would buy a lot of them if I were you. A lot of them. <laughs> yes, and season two has premiered um, last weekend, actually two weekends ago now, on uh, with Gunnit. Benny spies yeah. there on verses. This has been a very productive uh, a, nine a world, months. Whirlwind year for you. Yes, Benny. We're it's proud fun. of you. Yes. It's fun. We're, 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 we're growing. That's, that's the, that's the mission here to grow and we're growing. <laughs> so I'm like, you're pregnant. This is like a Zen moment here. But no, I'm obviously. Not, I'm not pregnant. No, that's, that's not true. Those, that's those are just. are out there, but that's not true. <laughs> and you're still single. It's all that deep fat fried food we uh, eat on the road. That's what's <laughs> making me look pregnant. <laughs> now, go, now getting uh, back to reality here. Uh-oh. Now that we that found out, reality. yeah, <laughs> that Benny is not pregnant. <laughs> um, there will be a, a third season, hopefully. Um, obviously, yeah. no. Two weekends ago, your show did premiere, and uh, man, glad to have it back on the air. Thank you, thank you, boys. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now what what are we going to see in this uh, new season coming up? A lot of fun, guys. A lot of fun. We continue. We continue the uh, the the good works of Half Yard Productions. <laughs> uh, we we try to switch it up a little bit. Actually, we uh, 
we we stay we stick around in South Dakota a little bit more, but we hunt different things. Um, we go after that first episode. We were after an early season goose. Yeah, uh, we did a little dove hunting, and then uh, you know we we just we kind of we 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 progress with the seasons. So we start filming pretty much when the season start, and then hopefully you know when the season start widening down, we're widening down our uh, our uh, uh, um, filming uh, schedule. But uh, so we go into a little bit different stuff. We do a little antelope hunting this year. We do some turkey hunting. We do. We go after some tundra swans. Wow, <laughs> tundra um, swans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's something. You know, we, when I was about fourteen years old, South Dakota opened that season for swans, and I tell you what, after after I shot my first one back way back in the day, it was like I was hooked. And then they're, they're pretty cool. It's a pretty cool episode. You should check that one out. I think it's in a couple of weeks. But then on top of that, you know, we go. We actually do get out of South Dakota a little bit. We head into Nebraska, do a little deer hunting, and then we towards the end of the season we head south to do a little hog hunting with an old buddy of mine, and then we go into Florida with my old college roommate and try to go after an alligator, Uh oh, which is good. Yeah, yeah, just still hunting with my good buddies. And, uh, you know, the toaster's out there. She's strong. She's she's kind of running, and uh, we're racing her, as we, you know, as well. And <laughs> how, how did um, the toaster handle traveling all that way? What, what, you, where'd you do your, um, uh, what'd you say, alligator? Well, yeah, the alligator that's in their final episode of the season, and we did that in Tallahassee, Florida. I went to school at Florida State, so that's a long ways. I mean, old Toaster had to stretch her legs on that one. Yeah, well, she may or may not have made the trip. <laughs> oh, I see. left her behind you, well, two timer. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't by choice. We'll put it that way. She was feeling a little sick, <laughs> and she was spending a lot of time in the in in, in the shop. And uh, she uh, actually, we're just we're just getting her repaired for season three. She's seventy three, has about I don't know about sixty only sixty thousand miles on it, but she's been run pretty hard. She, and, uh, she's pristine. Okay, she, she is well, a peach. She, she probably has a headache. Uh, five bucks says you know those RVs you pass on the highway that says like RV to rent. Uh-huh. You know, has the picture of Mount Rushmore on the side. <laughs> Benny rented one of those and drove to Florida. <laughs> you know it. Man, you I'm broke not her heart. Is how we got to Florida? <laughs> it was not an airplane. <laughs> there you go. By greyhound. train, it was a greyhound. <laughs> a greyhound. <laughs> I can imagine you packing your your firearms on a greyhound. <laughs> That's going to go over really well. Now, real well, quick, how I shoot, nobody was scared. <laughs> now, Benny, uh, before we get uh, farther into this interview, uh, if we want to find you online, man, uh, where can we hook up with you? At? Oh, that'd be BennySpies.com, or you know, always get me on Facebook, Benny Spies, or you can get Gun It with Benny Spies also on Facebook. Check it out. We uh, we give away some cool stuff from time to time, and uh, there's always little updates on what we're doing, and, and uh, yeah, go there and check us out. Yeah, well, now, in your first season, I as I recall, uh, you were actually hunting deer on a golf course. We did. Now, do you do that in the second season or something similar to that? You know what? Uh, we do not revisit the golf course. Uh, Is it because of the restraining order? They're hunting midgets on uh, miniature golf. <laughs> well, we were on miniature golf, and uh, the midget was my sidekick. <laughs> you had to have a caddy. <laughs> <laughs> he shot better than me. Uh, no, we we didn't revisit the golf course this year, uh, but we you know we, we still continue on doing doing fun, uh, interesting little creative. And, you can't uh, live in the past. Activities. You know, you, you've got to be better than that, Jim. Yeah. Now, now, where's that place in, in South Dakota that you go to that you always buy your gas and shells at? What's the name of that little shop? 
my mom and dad's house. <laughs> That's called stealing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, they're used to it. <laughs> Uh, Cones Corner. I Cones Corner. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah yes. Yeah. Well, actually, that's where I, that's where I purchased all of uh, all of my guns, which is one that I own, my Remington 870, <laughs> which yeah. I'm still waiting to get repaired. <laughs> and then, um, you know, my shells, you know, come from my old man, and my gas, the same place. It's called the Cowboy <laughs> Country Stores around here. Ooh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, it's called the charge account. Yeah, <laughs> that's, now, your, that's put, your second put job. It on my tab. Yeah. Will we be expecting Benny? Because obviously we are approaching the holiday seasons. Are you going to do hunting for the holidays again? You know what? Um, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I think it's. I think the talks are in the works, but uh, really? I haven't given the official uh, okay yet. Wow. So wow. It's that you just reminded me to call those guys and see what's going on with well, that. Well, you know, what you did is you, you benched Larry Zonka, is what you did last yeah, year. Yeah, what do you have against Larry? What has he ever done to you? I just, you know, I've always wanted to score a touchdown. And hope <laughs> touchdown I've ever yeah, old number 39 <laughs> hit the bench uh, last year. <laughs> Benny yeah. took him down. He was, oh, they were undefeated and they won the Super Bowl in 72, right? It was the dream season. You know, I've actually heard from Larry a long time. I wonder if he's still alive. He usually calls us uh, every, uh, I should have called him on his last week. Totally. totally. Just crushed his spirit. That's Let's it. Get him on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Dial him up, Trev. <laughs> so, uh, you got anything? You can't be saying anything bad about Larry. Come no. on, I never met Larry. I don't know Larry, but he's bigger than both of us. Yeah, he's yeah, a big he's, guy. His his hands the size of my head. <laughs> he, yeah, bushel he baskets. Makes Babe Winkleman look like a slouch. Wow, that'd be saying a lot right there. Cause Babe's a big man. <laughs> Babe is a big man. But hey, man, uh, what do you got planned for a season three? Because obviously, you know, you got eight more episodes. So what coming up? And uh, people are going to want to know, you know, are, is Benny going to be branching out? Is he going to be going to Argentina, maybe Michigan, exotic places How about like the that? New Zealand. Uh, he's if too... We can float the toaster off across the pond. <laughs> we can go over there too. That's fine. There you go. Uh, <laughs> season three. Yeah, we have a lot. You know, again. Uh, we are branching out a little bit. We're there. kicking her west. Really? Yep, yep, yep. I uh, managed to find some friends over there that had some land that we could hunt on. So uh, we're doing a little Idaho, a little, little mule deer hunt in Idaho. Potato. A uh, little Montana hunt with some elk and some deer. That's if I can borrow a rifle from my dad. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and then we're heading into Wyoming for a little while for some deer and... and um, and antelope with some rodeo buddies of mine. Oh. Yeah. And then we've drawn a few tags around South Dakota again and uh, revisiting a few of my friends that you've seen over the course of the past, well, first season and, and the second season. Yeah. Some wildcatters. And um, we may, we may, might, may, might, may sneak out to Maryland to do a sea duck hunt. That's always been a dream of mine. To really? To hunt sea ducks. And I don't care what coast I'm on, but... Yeah. I'm actually very excited about that one, and if, I don't. That's not totally booked yet, but my production company is out of Washington D.C., so budget-wise, it might be cheaper to fly one guy out there with a gun versus three guys out here with the. Uh, Four thousand pounds of camera equipment. So. <laughs> that's true. That's true. You know, I might he, sneak out. I might. I might have talked them into it. He's named like every single state except for Kansas. Kansas yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. yeah we're we're the I don't know why. I need an invite states. down there, guys. I need an invite. Anytime, Benny. Down there. You were invited. Yeah. You can stay with the cup. governor. Yeah. Old Brownback. The you, governor. Yeah. He would love to have you. I don't think he's. He watched the show. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. 
Will the toaster look good parked in the governor's mansion? <laughs> it uh, would look line? good. It would look excellent, Benny. You After know, there's these... no chance. There's no chance I'll sleep in the governor's mansion. I'm still going to sleep in the toaster. <laughs> <laughs> Thing is, once the Secret Service goes over your um, <laughs> toaster, I it, it, may, it may not be there anymore. Well, real quick, we got to get to an ad break. So, Benny, before we do that, one more time, man, got to toss out your times. You're going to be Aaron, also your website. Let's do that. Let's do that right now, guys. Good, good call. <laughs> yeah. We, we're on Versus, Gun It With Benny Spies, on Fridays, 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 o'clock Central. And what is that, noon in Hawaii? I have no <laughs> clue. But that, uh, that's where you can catch us uh, again. And then uh, BennySpies.com, you can always catch us on Facebook. And I got a nice little article on in Outdoor Life, a little blog on OutdoorLife.com. And we give away some cool prizes on there, too, so check that out as well. Yeah, that's about Al Linder, isn't it? No, this week was about... Bill Dance. Bill Dance. Okay. That, yeah. See, I screwed up. Yeah, like the top three you things. You taking better notes over there. You yeah. say, see, there you go. The top three things you wouldn't want to say to Bill Dance, and I just said one. Are you Al Linder? <laughs> hey, that was Benny Spies, and of course he has a program on Versus called Gun It. Gun It with Benny Spies. Check it out once again at www.bennyspies.com. Hey, this is The Revolution. is brought to you by Ram Trucks. Ramtrucks.com plus Ruger Firearms at Ruger.com and NRA Blog. That's NRAblog.com and uh, Cabela's, world's foremost outfitter at Cabela's.com. Hey, Benny, man, thanks so much for being on, buddy. Thank you, boys. Appreciate it. So, Jim and Trav, they're just your two average Steves that dig the outdoors. So hit them up at forward slash underscore OTN because their friendship is a magical blast. Yeah, it's so midnight sparkle dust. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. The new Ruger LC9 Centerfire Pistol, a compact, powerful 9mm pistol designed for discreet carry, is also a full-power, no-compromise backup pistol, incorporating the rugged reliability Ruger is known for. Visit Ruger.com LC9 to learn more. Hey, we want to give a special thanks to all of our 366 affiliate stations around the world, our advertisers, and everyone that makes the show possible. Like Miss Bunny, Fun Joe, Mark Paneri, and our guests such as Alan Treadwell, Larry Wysoon, Don Kiske, Nick Rhodes, Benny Spies, and Chad Belding. Ooh, and coming up next, we got The Revolution. Ram Trucks will afford us the coin to talk to you guys about proper long-range shooting. So we are Jim and Traff. Need a look at news weather? Stay tuned. It's coming up next. <laughs> 